0: welcome welcome him into your circumstance right now holy holy You you are welcome you are welcome you are welcome you are welcome Thank you, Jesus, for sharing everything with me. Your righteousness, your goodness, your spirit, God, dwells in me. You're welcome to do whatever you want to do with this body. You can do whatever you want to do, Lord. Set this place on fire. Set this place on fire. Set this place on fire Set this place on fire I declare, I decree Set this place on fire Set this place on fire Set This temple, God, my heart Set this place on fire
1: just come and we give you glory. Lord we give you all our praises and all our worship. We come this morning and we give you our hearts. We just come and surrender into your hands Father. As we become a living sacrifice presenting ourselves to you as your sons. So Father and the spirit we come now and we bow before you because you are worthy. We give you our crowns because you are worthy. You are the king of kings. You are the great I am. You are the creator of earth. You are faithful. You are the perfection of love. And you are our God and our Father. So Lord, we just open up our hearts and our spirits. And we ask that you will come and consume us with your love. Come teach us your ways. Give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Give us the truth, Father, so that we could glorify you. Pray it in the name above all names. In the name of Yeshua, Mashiach. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I don't even know where to start and where to stop. It's like when I arrive in Moravian Falls, like God never gives you rest. He never stops talking. It just carries on. And at some stage you have to say, Lord, just a little bit of peace, quietness, so I can try and work out what you've told me. Isn't he amazing? I hope you realize how spoiled you are to have such a king and a father. I hope you appreciate Him truly. That is not just an act, somebody that you have to pursue, that you have to read Bible, but that is a desire. You want to. That you seek His face, and to seek His face means that you inquire of Him and everything, but not only inquire, you realize that I require Him. This morning the Lord said to me, tell the people there are a lot of Jonahs still sitting here. They're still in the fish. And he said, we all need to face our Nineveh. Because that is the way that he's going to test your love. He's going to test your faithfulness. If you want to be part of the greater release of God, the greater wave of God, the revival, whatever you want to call it. You need to pass your Nineveh. It's about first love, exactly what Dylan said. It's about radical obedience. I know Bobby calls that swift obedience. It's about having fear of God and not fear of man. So I believe this morning God wants to release you out of the fish. He wants to give you freedom because He desires to be intimate with you. He desires to display and to manifest His word in your life. Because He created you to His image and He made you a promise that He wants to bless you. He will bless you. That's part of His covenant. A covenant, what was it? When when Moses went up the mountain. Dark cloud, thunder, lightning. And He called Israel around the mountain. And when Israel heard the mountain roaring and the thunder and the lightning, they started running because they did not know God they ran and they ran away away from their ketubah what's a ketubah? it's a marital contract with God the Ten Commandments and Moses came down with his ketubah his marriage contract and the ketubah is where God says this is what I tell you if you do these things I release my fullness upon you so what what happened then? Jesus died on the cross to give us the opportunity to step back into the mountain and to go to your father and say This is my ketubah I come with my agreement to you, I surrender I give my life, everything to you So that I could become one of you, that I could become a bride So we're in the season now where God calls us up into the mountain To release His marriage agreement with you. And I want to release, I released it last night to the youth. The Lord told me there's a new generation of youth that's going to be released that have never been seen before. Only in the days of Daniel. And then He took me to Daniel 1 verse 4. He says, youth without blemish. Holy, consecrated. Well favored in appearance. He said, it doesn't matter how they're going to look from the outside. He said, my glory and my holiness and my presence in them will make them well-favored. They look pleasing to the world and they'll draw people, lost souls closer to them to guide them to the kingdom. He said, full of wisdom, discernment and understanding, apt in learning and knowledge, competent to stand and serve in the king's palace. So he's going to give them favor that they can step into the presence of governmental leaders, but not only here in the natural, but also in heaven to step in the presence of God and to receive, to come and release. And he says, and to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. And when he said, I said, but I'm going to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. Of heaven, and that is what we're gonna see. We're gonna see a generation of youth standing up that's gonna be radical for God. When Jesus taught in the synagogues, when Stephen spoke to the to the Pharisees and the Sadducees that per- persecuted them, they said, Where does this wisdom come from? They couldn't understand where does it come from? And that is the youth that's gonna be raised up by Christ, as I said last night. But it's not only the youth You and I are supposed to set the example right. We're the fathers And we need to be the true reflection of Jesus So don't wait for the youth Show them the way right. Show them the way All know this verse Matthew six thirty-three. But seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. All of us are praying, Lord, we want revival. We want fire. Come down. Come and manifest. Come and show your face. We need to seek Jesus died, come boldly to the throne, Hebrew 4. He's the father, he's the king. The king invited you to his palace. We want everything given to us and we're seeking a God that stands there with a miracle wonder and just throw a stick and everything just happens. But He's created us in His image to manifest His image to bring heaven to earth. So we need to go and seek heaven to be able to bring it down. We are the connectors between heaven and earth to reunite it. That's why we receive the Holy Spirit. But it's all about desire. Desire. What is your true desire for God? I'm not talking about coming to church. I'm not talking about going to meetings. What happens the rest of the time? I know people like Catherine Kuhlman. She had a fear in her to be separated from the Holy Spirit. She wanted nothing to happen to offend Him. Same with Smith Wiggles, with Mariah Woodward, all of them just never wanted to be separated. It says in Numbers 10 and everything, 20, Numbers 30 verse 20, cling to him, cleave to him. It means that you fight for your life, with your life, to never to be separated. Is that how you feel about Jesus? Is that your desire? And I think the Lord gives us the key in Genesis 1, no, Genesis 17, verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the Almighty God, walk and live habitually before me and be perfect, which means we be blameless wholehearted, and complete. Walk habitually before me. What does that mean? I walk and God follows me? No, if you go back to the Hebrew and everything, and you go and research, it says, walk in front of me, towards me, and look upon my faces. Never walk without facing your Jesus. When he talks about, and look upon my faces, he talks about the four faces of God. The ox, which is strength, it's endurance, it's might. It breaks bondages, it's got patience, and it always operates with one of the seven spirits of God. The spirit of might other face there is the spirit of, is the face of man, which is your emotions, your empathy, your feelings, your love. And it always works with the spirit of counsel and the spirit of understanding. Then you've got the face of the eagle, which is liberty, majesty. It's a prophetic. It's freedom, it's seeing, and the eagle's a nest builder as well. And it works with the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of knowledge. Then the last one's the face of the lion, which is the king, he's the fierce protector, he is the ruler that works with the spirit of might, authority, fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord. And what happens when you gaze upon those faces? God reveals to you whom you are. Because all the anointing, all the characteristics, Everything in those faces have been imparted inside of you. That's been made available to you. And so much more, it's time and season that we need to get to know Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of heaven. Is he your first love? If we look at Jesus, before he broke the bread and, he, and, and the fish before they multiplies, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and he prayed. He always lifted up his eyes so that the miracles could manifest, so that heaven could come to earth. And that is the thing that we need to get in our lifestyle, that we always seek first him. If we want to bring heaven and earth, we better start seeking And it's about communion, communing with him, intimacy. How many? much of your time do you have communion? Because communion keeps you holy. Communion keeps you seated inside of Christ. Because before you have communion, the word says, if you have communion without repentance, you bring a curse upon yourself. So what does it do? It keeps you holy to be seated in Christ all the time. It says in John 6 verse 43 that the the disciples had communion regularly and they lacked nothing. They lacked nothing. What does that display? Heaven is on earth, because the fullness of heaven will manifest where there's a reflection of Jesus, and when there's holiness. People, this is all about first love, it's about all about the light that is shining anew. Communion brings your back to the light of Christ in you. In Habakkuk 3 where it says that Christ stands with his hands stretched out. God stands in and then light comes out of his hands. And if you go to the Hebrew it says that light is thunder and lightning and life. And so if we get filled with the lightning of God... And the light of God, it means we'll walk in the same measure as what Peter walked past people, that the lightning came out of the shadow of God, the glory of God, and they got healed and delivered. So your holiness, the measure of your light depends on your holiness. I once worked with a satanic person that came out of the cult that I helped. And he said, he said you know, Etienne, When we face, walk towards a person that is intimate with God, we can't walk towards them. We need to go across the road till he passed and we'll come back to the side because there's a light shining out of that person blinding us. What is that light? It is your DNA. It is when the Spirit of you and the Spirit of God comes into oneness. And scientists have proven it. People that have been reborn. They've got two strings of DNA. And then a third strung comes in the middle. It's not a physical, natural strung, It is light. They can't give it a name, but we know what the name is. And light gives life. cherubims form an ark they ark across the tabernacle you are a temple of God you need a cherubim to ark over you to ark over your DNA to protect it because you need to become that holy of holies let me give you some revelation a baby is formed in the womb of the mother. A woman has been created according to the ark. Get the womb, get the two tubes. When the sperm and the egg come together, where the wings of the cherubims come together, there is lightning and life. The tubes form the wings. When the sperm and the egg come together, Lightning, life hits them It becomes one That's where life is formed That is when he receives His soul and his spirit Then it's up to us To keep that In holiness To the mother and the father Still that child takes up his own Responsibility To stay pure And holy And that will do if the mother and father sets the example of Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of heaven. We need to have a desire for God to be in unity with Him. Why? You will only bring down from heaven what you have seen. You can only walk in authority and power if you have seen it. But most of all, you and I need to know what is inside of us and what we are carrying. That's why Jesus has died. That's why Jesus had died, that we know what is available to all of us. And what we got inside of us to come and release and what is the truth. Your body has been created with 76% of water. Last night we met, read the scripture in Deuteronomy eleven, eleven. it says, The land that you are going to possess in the hills and the valleys will be blessed and you'll drink from the rains of heaven. It's all to do with water, it's all about the blessing of God, it's all about the Holy Spirit, the release of the power of the Holy Spirit in the same ways in Acts 2, but even in a greater dimension. Because we're in the season of the greater works. Your body has been created to the sound of the Holy Spirit and water so that it can vibrate and release the sound of heaven. It's all about vibration because what did the Holy Spirit do with creation? He hovered and brooded, vibrated upon the Word of God and it formed and it gave life. The sound of God's words did the creation. Now we've received the Holy Spirit, so He's hovering and brooding inside of you. What do I need to do? I need to align my life to the will and the purpose of God. It's like a pendulum swinging. We need to bring our pendulums in the same rhythm and frequency of Jesus Christ. The only way you can do it is when you die in yourself, when you surrender and you do it out of love. Because the sound that you do depends on your love. What is the condition of your heart? Give you some more revelation. Each and every cell's got water. Have you seen in certain times of the day where there are lakes or dams or even swimming pools and the sun comes at a certain angle and it shines on the water, it becomes gold and glitterings like a mirror? Exactly the same inside of your body if you want to step into the glory of god if you want to be a reflection of god you need to posture and position yourself in line with heaven with his will and his purpose that he can shine on your cells and your body are full of mirrors each and every cell is a mirror and the way that you are in sin will depend on the way of your mirrors Each and every cell has got a cross inside of it. That's why God says to you, the perfection of my love is inside of you. The perfection of the cross. So what do you do? All my cells need to go to the cross. To become the perfect mirror image of God. Surrender to Him. And that is when you die in yourself. Why? Because I want to be a reflection of Him. Glory. That is how you get glory. All out of love. Now I've stepped into it. I've stepped into the chambers of his heart. And I'm releasing his sound. I'm releasing his sound. And when the sound of heaven is released, everybody that's been created, their DNA will react on the sound of heaven. Even the lost, even the satanic people, when they hear the sound of heaven, their DNA, they get a desire for the one that gives life. Though so much more, we should seek the kingdom of heaven first, because we were created to give life. And when you make the sound of heaven, there's always a fragrance of God. Always a fragrance of God. Sound, peace, joy, fragrance could never be separated. Never. That's part of creation. And I believe in the season to come, to be able to step into the kingdom of God and to step into the fullness of God, to release heaven of earth, we need to realign. And it's a realignment of the prophetic. and it's a realignment of worship. Why? We need to be able to administrate heaven here on earth. This gentleman here that plays the violin, I want you to stand up. Yesterday, when I saw you, the Lord showed me he's taking you stepped into a new season. You went through many challenges in your life, and there were times that you were totally rejected, you felt unworthy, people did not understand you, and you were in turmoil, you didn't know what decisions and you made some wrong decisions, but you're back. You are back. And the Lord told me when you walked and said, this man is going to release the sound of heaven. I'm going to speak to him through nature. And where he's going to walk, I'm going to send him up the mountains. I'm going to send him into the valleys and he's going to start playing. And that's going to activate all creation to start releasing the glory of God. I will walk past people and will activate their DNA and desire for God without him even knowing. And through that souls will come into the kingdom. And He's going to make you do radical and strange things to walk at places, to go and play at strange places. Just be obedient. Then he's going to manifest, be obedient, stay humble. And then he says there's a season coming, but you need to be patient because he's busy forming you. He's giving you a character. He's giving you a solid foundation. He's letting you be, he become your rock and you are seated in the rock. That is what he's doing. He's bringing you to a place of maturity right now. And I just saw then the map of Europe opening up. And he said, I'm gonna send him to Europe. He'll be like a fiddle on the roof. He's gonna to go to nations and he'll start playing, and I'll even send him at times on his own. And the strangest, profound areas and places that nobody else go, little villages, everything, places in Romania, Slovakia, all those little places all over. He's gonna send you and he's gonna open up mighty doors. And you'll bring in the souls, you'll bring in desire. Stay humble. Matthew six thirty-three: seek first the kingdom of God. Remember it's Him. Never take your eyes off Him. This is an amazing new season. Be patient. Don't walk ahead of His timing. Don't try and open your own doors. It's a natural move of God. When you're obedient, He opens the doors and you just walk. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Worship—it's a lifestyle. It's not just like we have now. The amazing—I must just say to this worship team, here at the gathering as some of the best in the world. I love it. I hope you people appreciate what you're receiving here—the gift of God in this place. But worship is not only—it's a lifestyle. Everything, Jesus. It's about honoring him. It's about glorifying It's about exalting him. That is worship. Colossians 3 and 2 Corinthians 10 it says that everything you do, do it as if it's him doing it. That is, must be your desire. Worship is obeying him. As stepping into your calling and your destiny is an act of worship. Worship is obedience. Worship in heaven and earth. I said it last night. Psalm 99 verse 5. Worship and extol me at my footstool which is earth. Verse 9 says, Worship and extol me on my high mountain which refers to heaven. Worship and extol me. Lift me up high in heaven and earth. And when we sing hallelujah. Hallelujah means I lift you high. Yeah, ja, the first name of God. I lift you high. God. There is worship Releasing the sound of heaven A sound of love Psalm 36 Verse 8 and I says They relish and feed on the abundance of your house And you cause them to drink of the stream of your pleasures For with you is the fountain of life. In your life do we see light. Worship helps you to administrate for you to be able to stand in the river of pleasure which is God, which is the flow of the Holy Spirit, to be seated in it in the fullness of His provision, His power and His blessing from heaven. Why? Because you need to become that river of life. It's a river of pleasure. We see it in the river of life. You never lose your joy. doesn't matter what your circumstances are. You never lose your joy. Because the fullness of the provision of heaven is available and upon you the covenant and promise of god is upon you i will protect you i will guide you i will provide So worship needs to come in alignment together with the prophetic. The church, the body of Christ, has neglected the prophetic. Some of that is due to people that call themselves prophets. About five years ago, the Lord said to me, I'd encountered him and he said, about 90% of people that call themselves prophets have not been appointed by me yeah of the titles of the image and of the glory and that's why the prophetic needs to come back and worship all over people have commercialized worship it became songs because you need prophetic is intercession as, as well worship as intercession as well And where does intercession come from it comes out of heaven it's seated in Christ next to the father and intercession is out of a place of rulership not a beggar it's an instructor it's the same as a prophetic Jeremiah one you will uproot destroy remove Uplift, but you will also build And that is what we need to become an lives. We need to step into the prophetic We need to step in a prophetic lifestyle We need to step into a worship lifestyle To uproot and destroy everything of darkness But to give life You can never separate your life from worship in a prophetic Because then you did not got a lifestyle of Jesus It's time that we step in and become those kings. It's time that we step and become those priests that God has created. And the worship and the prophetic will allow you to administrate it. But you can't do one with, without the other. And you can't do it in perfection without a relationship of intimacy with your Father, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. This is a time and season where we must be like um, Peter and them in Acts 3 that said, I can't give you gold and silver, but I give you Jesus. That is the season that we have stepped into now. And it's it's a time and a season that the truth of Jesus needs to be manifested. it starts inside of yourself it starts in yourself it's not at looking at other people what is the truth inside of yourself what is your condition of your heart what is it aligned to I see a lot of times when people go to churches they walk out of the church Uh, service was alright but have you seen that person have you seen that person have you seen the demon in that one seek first the kingdom of heaven seek first God Jesus and every person bring God out let God be revealed out of the person and darkness will flee because your desire should be to never see demons and things should only see the glory of God You've got to ask yourself when you come to church, what have you given? God did everything, Jesus did everything in life, He went all over the place with a purpose. He went to release heaven, He went to release the image and uh, the characteristics of His Father. He brought chains, he shifted atmospheres, miracles were happening. When you come to church, you need to have a purpose. God always gives you a purpose, even if you go to the shop. What did you come and release this morning? What did you come and change in the atmosphere? As church getting together, as a place of worship and praising God, exalting Him, lifting Him high. We all get to be together in union to give. We're not talking about finances. Give yourself. What have you changed? What have you shifted? So never ask and discuss what I did not receive and this and that is wrong. You ask yourself, what did I give? What did I contribute? What did I do to make it easier for my pastor to preach? Did I prepare the atmosphere for him? That is kingdom Because you come to release a measure of the kingdom Each and every one has got something that the other person hasn't got Hebrew 1, he says, he spoke to the people in in, in the revelation And revelation is segments In segments, partial revelation Why? Because God is a perfect circle And each and every one of you have got a segment to fulfill And when all of us walk together in unity with our eyes, focus on Jesus, each and every second segment gets fulfilled and the perfection of God comes. And that is your life. The Hebrews believed that each and every scripture has got 40 layers of revelation. My personal opinion, they're much more than 40 layers. That's why I said he gives you partial Revelation. As you mature in your life, as you walk on your journey, He gives you the next one, the next one, the next one. That sometimes when you read the word and you realize, but last year I got a different message out of this. Yes, because you started being mature. He can give you the next dimension. Why? He's restoring you to where Adam was before he sinned, in that place of perfection, and a face-to-face relationship. So He comes and gives you each and every segment. Because if you are seated in Him, you become just like Him. You also become beginning and end. It's a time and the season we, we, we looked at the, at the past. The Greek always looked at form. They looked at hearing and thinking. That was the, that's the thing of the Greek. But I believe we're in the season of the Hebrew. They look at function, not at the form. They look at feeling... And they look at seeing. We need to feel, we need to function, and we need to see as Jesus sees. He needs to become your eyes and your ears. All intimacy, intimacy, desire, communion, bringing back into oneness with Him. Then the glory of God will fill the earth. What is your desire? I sat one morning in my study room and the Lord said to me, Go and sit on your bed and read your Bible. And I said, Lord, I never do that. I always sit in my study. I've got my chair and I've got a special chair for Jesus. He said, Just go to your bed and sit so i went and i sat on my bed opened my bible and we stay up on a mountain and at that moment at exactly seven o'clock a sunbeam came over the mountain in the morning and it touched the toe of my foot and the next moment my whole body got illuminated that i sat like i froze and i just looked and i stared and i gazed i did not move i did not it felt like i didn't even breathe It carried on for five minutes. Then it was gone, but I sat at least half an hour not moving. And the voice of the Lord said, Those who seek my face, those who become one with me, will walk in this dimension. We've been created for that. Bobby showed me a photo yesterday where he was preaching, and suddenly he is gone, but there's just white, clear white form of his body, amazing glory of God, it means perfect unity I, I told him yesterday, I ministered in the Philippines in May and I was preaching and there was a Filipino lady in front and she recorded the whole service on her mobile phone and when the service was finished she shouted, called us, come, come come and have a look and that's where I'm preaching and preaching and suddenly I disappear but my voice is still there and the screen is full. By the face of Jesus and an angel standing like this behind him. Nothing to do with me. Jesus.
0: Jesus.
1: Jesus wants to manifest. He wants to reveal himself. But we need to die in ourselves. We need to get back exactly what Dylan said. First, love. If we want revival if we want glory we need to worship we need to have him restored us first love we need to honor him we need to give him freedom in our lives we need to bring the prophetic back and recognize him as the king of kings You need to see how privileged you honored or how honored you are to be representing him. And he's a God of excellence. And that is what we need to move in. Releasing the truth. the fire of God is upon this place I don't say that lightly wherever you go people just talk revival, 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 revival and I said it last night I sat and the angel of the Lord appeared on Table Mountain in Cape Town and I said tell the people to all those places where I have announced a great move and revival tell them to be ready it's coming Align yourself to be part of the move of God. Because He showed me that some will drown and fall away because they would not know how to steward my glory. What do you need? You need fear of the Lord fear of the Lord and you're only going to have that by seeing him by moving into his presence by seeing whom he is that you stand in awe and amazement each and every second each and every second that you just look around you and look at creation where his first love and you see God in each and everything that you lay your eyes upon this is an amazing amazing season Depending on how you've aligned. 1st of September, I said it last night, is the release of the move of God. Then the movement of God's going to start. The wave is going to come. And you're going to see an outpouring at places in this world like never before. He showed me 1st of June. It was a final alignment. 1st of September is going to be the release. And I've heard from many prophetic people around the world, they all experience the same. They see a radical change in people in the three months. Radical. People that they never thought would even come in a line. It's just radical encounters with God. Even the Muslim nations. The Lord showed me, he said, um, two years ago, he said, I've released a spirit of confusion and anger between them. They're going to turn on each other and destroy each other. Why? You don't have to go and waste your time there because you can be seated in the glory of God all the time. It's our duty to release Jesus. So Father, we come to you this morning. And we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for all the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding in your word. We ask that you will come and breathe upon the tablets of our heart to activate the word in us, to give us a new desire, a new love for your word, most of all for you, Father. That we truly come and seek you. That we truly desire you. That we truly commune with you. that we are so obedient to your move and your ways. I ask that you remove everything in us that stands between you and us. That you will reveal all in our hearts and release your spirit and truth in us. Come and sanctify us with your truth so that we could sanctify others and we thank you Father I ask this morning that you will come and activate a new desire and love and truth in us give us eyes to see Give us ears to hear so that we can do worship in spirit and in truth. The truth is all to do with our hearts. When our hearts are in truth and in love, we will worship you in truth. We thank you, Father. We praise you. We do it in the name above all names. In the name of Yeshua, Mashiach. We're going to activate those who want activation of desire, of love, of worship. You can come to the front, come and receive. Just sit in the presence, there's a healing anointing in this place. Stand in the gap for somebody else that you know of, that's in desperate need. I can tell you God can do everything. We have prayed, we have interceded for people that lie on deathbeds and suddenly they jump off their beds in other countries. It's about your expectation. It's about the truth and it's about your desire, about love. about aligning and posturing you in the will of heaven the purpose of heaven the purpose of Jesus